Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. WQAD Podcast Network. The Cities with Jim Mertens. A production of WQPT. PBS for the Quad Cities region. A podcast in partnership with WQAD. What's going on in the Quad Cities? Activities, events, fun, politics, sports, local issues, and opinions. And now, your host, Jim Mertens. I'm Jim Mertens, and this is The Cities. In a video announcement, Western Illinois U.S. Representative Sherry Bustos announced she will not seek another term in Congress. Bustos had a narrower-than-expected victory in November of 2020 over Republican newcomer Esther Joy King. Now, moments after the announcement, King did announce she's going to run again. Now, Sherry Bustos' decision comes as Illinois Democrats start drawing redistricting lines as the state loses another congressional seat because of the census. So what does the Bustos announcement mean for the 17th District of Western Illinois? And are Democrats confident they can hold on to the seat? I talked with the head of the Rock Island County Democratic Party, Derek Jones. You must have known this for a while that Sherry Bustos said that she was not going to run again. Uh, well, first off, Jim, thank you for having me. Um, you know, honestly, uh, it, it came as a surprise to me as well. Uh, as, as you and I were discussing earlier, uh, you know, I joked about uh, maybe she maybe she's, she, you know, she, she decided to step down uh, because of my resignation. Yeah, but in reality, you know, we know we know that's not the case. Because you're going to um, be leaving soon, of course. Yeah, of course. Do you think it had anything to do with the 2020 election? Because it was such a close victory for her over uh, Esther Joy King. Uh, you know, I don't think so. Um, I know that um, Sherry, uh, you know, just reviewing her press release, she had mentioned that every 10 years she takes a step back and take a, takes a look at her career. And uh, I, I'm sure that... She's going to have several opportunities out there um, if she wants to continue um, working for working families throughout the, the state of Illinois and, and across the country. Um, but I do think that um, this wasn't a decision that she, um, you know, made overnight. I'm sure that it was something that uh, she really had to think about. And, and this is the conclusion conclusion um, that she came up with. Esther Joy King, the Republican in 2020, made a very good, strong run for the 17th district, does that now make it sound like this is a, a district? Mind you, we got redistricting coming up as well, and I want to talk about that sure. in a moment. But but it means that the Democrats aren't assured this district. Um, you know that's a, another great question. I believe that uh, uh, look, it, it was she it was a close race. However, I think once people realized and understood. Um, Esther Joy King and what she stood for, and that would not be working families throughout the state of Illinois and throughout the country. Um, I th I think it was clear on uh, that her message wasn't resonating with um, here the 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 voters here in the 17th district. Yeah, but she did very well. I mean, as you said, you conceded to that that she did well. That that Cherry Busto should have been much stronger in this last election. 
Sure. I, I, I can agree with you on that. I, I just think, however, once people actually were, once we were able to share information regarding Esther Joy King, um, I, I think it was clear that her her agenda just didn't match with with those of the 17th Congressional District voters. So who do you see as the leading candidates on first blush? I know that you don't want to make anyone angry, but for Democrats, who do you see as the leading contenders right now? Uh, you know, that's a great question. And, and, and honestly, um, <laughs> I, I would prefer not, not to answer that at this time. Uh, like you said, I, I'd prefer not to get anyone upset or angry that their name was not mentioned. Um, at this point. Sure. And coming this summer, you will, you're stepping down as, as chair of the Rock Island County Democrats. So, I mean, right. you're going to be looking from the outside looking in coming in 2022, but give me your political, you know, feelings about how much of a primary it's going to be, because we're talking about a district that, that encompasses a large area. It's not just Rock Island County Democrats that are interested in running. Correct. Uh, I, I think it's going to be a big primary. I really do. Um, you know, it's not just what we need to realize here is that although the Quad Cities and Rock Island County especially has benefited from having a congressperson um, here uh, from Rock Island County for the last, what, we'll say 50, 60 years in regard to you got Lane Evans, uh, former Congressman Lane Evans, uh, former Congressman Phil Hare, uh, former Congressman Bobby Schilling, and then now you have Sherry Bustos, all four from Rock Island County. So um, it's going to be interesting, as you had talk, discussed and mentioned earlier, about the redistricting. I don't know how much further it's going to be able to go um, either northeast or northwest, northeast up there or south. Sure, whether it's going to include more of Peoria or more of, of Rockford, Rockford. Correct. that so, could have so, a big impact on who runs. Sure, so you're going to have some probably some candidates, I'm going to guess, from both the Peoria region where they have some great state representatives uh, and state, state senators down in that region uh, that are Democrats. You also have uh, areas up in Rockford sure. where there are, some, there are some great Democrats, and especially here, obviously, in Rock Island County. I would prefer that it would be here in Rock Island County. Uh, would be our next uh, congressperson. But um, at the end of the day, I, look, she, Congresswoman Bustos has had a great career. Um, she she has done things that um, uh, we should all be happy uh, and proud of her for. And uh, it's, it's definitely going to be a loss for, it, for Rock Island County and throughout the 17th Congressional District. It doesn't matter which party uh, you're in. Incumbency is, it, it, it's it's just so valuable on Capitol Hill. Sure. Um, and now we're basically going to start all over again with a backbencher, whoever's elected, Republican or Democrat. How much of a loss is it to Western Illinois that we're losing a veteran representative? Oh, I, I would say it's a great loss. Um, you know, she not only was the, she was a member of one of the highest ranking committees uh, in appropriations just last year, right? Um, so, uh, being on the appropriations committee is what brings projects back here uh to the region and that's that's going to be a major loss and she you know she held leadership roles uh throughout congress and and now we have to start all over again and so yeah absolutely the the region the 17th congressional district is is going to suffer a little bit because of this what do you see as the future then i mean it so much depends i gotta admit 
We're talking about the 17th district and in 2022, it's not going to look like this because of redistricting the sure. loss of a congressional seat in Illinois, which means there's probably going to be more acreage in whatever congressional district is representing the Quad Cities. Um, just the, the area is going to be so much bigger. What, what do you see coming up in 2022? In regard to... Well, not only the, what the district's going to look like or the makeup of the district, because Democrats are going to be able to draw the lines. Sure. So um, I saw a report last week that hadn't brought or earlier this week. Um, it was either last week or this week, but either way, uh, the Cook political report uh, came out and said that the district is now going to be or is now considered uh, Republican plus two and a half, I believe. Uh, before, I would say uh, probably five, ten years ago, it was probably six and a half Democrat. Uh, I do think that the district has changed. There's no doubt about it. The rural, the more rural you get, the more the more conservative uh, voters become. I mean, that's just demographics. Um, but what I will say this: uh, I believe that uh, the amount of work uh, that President Joe Biden and Vice President Kamala Harris and Congresswoman Bustos, all of this work that they've done within this 100 days has been fantastic. And I think that that that's going to be a message for Democrats to campaign on up to 20, you know, going up to 2022, where you had the COVID-19 relief bill, which is, I think, a fantastic bill that's going to benefit a lot of individuals throughout the state of Illinois, especially again here in the 17th Congressional District, along with, um, you know, that major infrastructure bill that is going to be so vital to getting people back to work, to to rebuilding bridges. Um, and the other, the other fantastic thing that, uh, uh, we've seen Joe Biden do has uh, cut, you know, he said he's going to be able to cut poverty, child poverty in half. I mean, these are fantastic things that people now see government is actually working for them. And within 100 days, the president and this Congress have accomplished a lot of things. That's Derek Jones, the head of the Rock Island County Democratic Party. Thanks for listening to The Cities with Jim Mertens. And watch The Cities Thursday nights at 7, Sunday afternoon at 4, and Monday night at 6 on WQPT, PBS for the Quad Cities region. WQAD Podcast Network.